we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here once again with my co-host, Matthew McFarland. Edward, Edward, it's so good to be here. Um, I feel like we have to dive in immediately. This episode was fucking crazy. Yes, and when you hear those statements in uh, years past, you would not expect us to be talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm like shocked like everyone was on one today it was i i'm I'm speechless clearly it It was a sight to be seen for sure especially (laughs) in beverly hills where these women are so it's it's so normal for them to be chess players as we've seen before they're very meticulous they're very manipulative and quiet but they were guns blazing tonight it's funny we were talking about we feel like the producers must have said something to them. Like, nut up or shut up? Oh, yeah. Like, have you like have you been watching the other franchises? Like, they're stepping it up. Everyone's bringing the drama. Like, you need to bring it. Um, and they are just picking fights left and right. Um, this was amazing. This episode was so good. It, I was enthralled. It was absolutely incredible. I was, like, enjoying every second of it, to be honest. Because... Yeah. There wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, there's a lull. Like, everything I was interested in, from uh, Erica's clubhouse to Garcelle's birthday party for her kids and that whole situation. Like, there was just so many different parts of it that I was, like, enjoying. Yeah, it was great. There was not a a lull. But before we get into the episode, we want to make a little announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to say this? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. Okay. So, last, or yesterday, I guess it was, Wednesday, we did our first live show on Instagram. And it was so much, so much fun. We used to do a show on the podcast called This Week in Bravo Top 5, where we did the top five Bravo news stories, um, you know, in real life. So not Bravo shows, not recaps. It was, you know, Bravo news. Anything Um, in the press. Exactly. Yeah. And things slowed down a little bit with the news, obviously, because of the time that we were in. So we decided, let's rework it, have some fun, and connect with you guys more. So we will be doing Wednesday nights, doing TWIB ongoing on our Instagram live. You can find that by searching at H O T in beer, AVOD at hot and bravoed. Um, and we're going to be having different guests come on the Instagram live each week, obviously social distancing from them. Of but, course. Um, we're going to have different guests coming in and we'll not only be going over some of the top stories in Bravo, but we will also be having some fun and using the fancy F cocktail book by Tom and Ariana and Danny Pellegrino that everyone (laughs) probably has at home. So if you have that book, um, we'll be announcing what drink we'll be making each week prior to the episode. And we'll start the episode by making the drink with you guys. These are going to be really fun. Yesterday was so much fun. Um, Everyone who watched it had a good time. Love the comments. Uh, Thank you all so much for tuning in. Yes. Um, And this will be fun. This will be a fun new thing for us to do while we're all staying home. Yeah, so Wednesday nights, guys, uh, on Instagram at H-O-T-N-B-R-V-O-D. We would love to see you there. And let's dive into Beverly Hills now. Um, I mean, it was it, it was just nuts. I felt really bad for Kyle again at the beginning. Um, I'm glad that she was able to kind of defend herself a little bit from Lisa and point out to her. And again, God bless the editors for pulling the tape because Kyle has defended Lisa over her sister, a few time times. and a time and again. Yeah. Uh, very, very rarely has she been on Kim's side. Um, 
understandably so. But um, it was really unfair, I think, of Lisa to come out here. It, it really felt like Dorit and Denise and Lisa and even Garcelle a little bit just really wanted to get in there and really wanted to get on Kyle. I, you know, again, I, I said this last week, I thought that Kyle's delivery wasn't great, that she was kind of, you know, fumbling her, her message. And I think that's because she had a little bit too much to drink, Yeah, but I felt really bad for her. And I, if I were her, I would have left too. It was, it was too much. And, um, you know, I, of course we don't need Teddy or Sutton to defend her because they don't do a very good job of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sutton going in and telling Dorit to like, shut up and like, I'm, it's my time to talk. Like, let me talk. That whole thing. And she was like, "This is the reason." Well, Garcelle I was, like, was even like, "Speak up, honey. Speak up. Like, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta get in there." <laughs> like, and Garcelle's brand new too. But yeah, she's like, girl, you gotta. You, if you want to get in there, you gotta get in there yourself. I was, I was shocked to see Sutton do that. But I am, I am interested in this idea of Sutton. I mean, she was boo like cuckoo banana bonkers tonight. That was a whole sentence yeah, I could not just get I, out right I, there. I, I, I don't know what you, you were saw me do. struggling. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, you stricking out? Like, I can't have it's, you having a stroke on the podcast. I know that would not be great, <laughs> but. Uh, her again. Her. I think she's trying to. You can tell she's not a non-confrontational yes, person, yes. and she's a little shy, and she doesn't like. You get. You tell like the tears come to the throat, yeah. to the surface when she gets into confrontation she's with someone. Like, it's up here. Uh, yeah, she can handle drowning. it very well. So she is trying to find her voice in this group of um, dominant, like alpha ladies, which these women are. And it's not only are these women alphas; they are all acting at the alpha level at their yeah. supreme high beam. It just right now. no, but it really does. It, they're really quick to go to the like the worst case scenario. Yes. With you know they'll take a little scrap of something. And go, oh, then that's what this is what you must mean about me or what you're what you're really saying is this. Especially Lisa. Like Rinna's really yeah. getting in there and stirring the pot, and it's it was a little crazy even for Rinna. Um, I like you said I completely get why Kyle left but at the same time they call Kyle out for this behavior that Erica was is... really right to call her out being like she calls us fake ass bitches and then she picks it up and walks away and yeah. I agree she's gotta hold her ground and stick there I think again I think if she hadn't had a drink before she would have had her wits about her a little, a little bit, bit better I mean but then we even when she does have her wits about her she is the cry baby I know, that I'm runs defending away. Kyle so hard right now I'm sorry because I love her but, you know I know and I love her too but I do, first of all I'm gonna tell you right now I think Kyle is the villain of the season which LVV fans okay. are rejoicing because of the whole bio I think you are jumping the gun a little bit there. Really? I really do. I think that, again, we'll, we'll get through the rest of the episode, but I think we're seeing that Denise is going to be the, still going to be the villain. Okay. 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 Wait, Denise is my hero. We are watching two different shows right now. Okay. Well then let's just move on then. Cause I, I think you're wrong here. I think, you're I wrong. think you're wrong. No, no, no. I think you're wrong. I think <laughs> okay. you're very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, speaking of Kyle leaving, yes, she does this repeatedly. It's it's an it's a problem, and I think this is going to be. I think they're going to call Kyle out on this in person again. I think yes. this is going to be a thing, and I think if she continues to run away and doesn't confront these women and confront these issues headstrong, she's going to lose her status as the queen of Beverly Hills. But th- but that's what I'm saying is that it's. Kyle, I don't feel, I mean, maybe this is just me because I like her too much, but I don't feel like she's like purposely claiming the rank or the role of queen. I no, feel like that's isn't. been put upon her. It has. But I, that's, and unfairly, I feel like Dorit and Rena and Denise and Garcelle are all like, okay, well, she's the new LVP. 
the playbook is to go after the queen. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do, even though we don't have enough yet to, to stick on her. Yeah. yeah. It seems a little premature. It seems a little bit like everyone's jumping the gun. And, and the, they're just like getting every littlest detail that it, they can try to blow yeah, something it's up. It's a little, I, that's why I'm like, you guys got to wait for more. It, it was years before LVP was taken down. You had to have years of stuff. Nine years. Yeah. You, Kyle just started. You guys are jumping the gun. It's too early for this crap. Um, and so, yeah, even when we hop to Erica's um, clubhouse. pre-party cl- at the clubhouse. Um, Which, first see- of all, that was so cool. I want a clubhouse. Oh, it's very it was, cool. Th- it's like an office space, I believe. I like that like, terminology, too, clubhouse. So yeah. It's like it the work and play. Yeah, like Andy's clubhouse. It, yeah. You know, it's Erica's clubhouse. It's I nice. Mean, it's nice. I'll have a clubhouse one day. Eddie's clubhouse. Oh, that will be so much fun. I wonder where oh, it will be. God, you just you ruin it. You just take it and you ruin it. It's really... I tr- I try my best. Yeah, I just you know I it doesn't work. It. No, no, it's fine. No. Um. So Erica's clubhouse though does work. It w- you would be like Eddie's like you have a terrace or something or you'd have like a oh that's like nice. a gazebo or uh, just a gazebo. Know. It's like a gazebo. Eddie's park. gazebo. You just get this small yeah, little clubhouse gazebo. is a little. It's not for you. It's not I for don't you. have a clubhouse. No. But anyway, um, Rena and Kyle, I, I appreciated that they, that Rena took her aside and called her yes. out. I appreciate that Rena said, Hey, you know what? Shouldn't have used that example. Yes. Cause and, she was wrong to use yes, that example. And I like that Kyle, you know, was like, listen, I got over emotional. I overreacted, but you know, this is where I was coming from. I'm glad that they were able to like meet. Cause yes. I don't think that, and I'm glad they were both like, we don't have a problem. Yeah. Like we see each other. Like yeah, we don't we have a see problem. Each other. We, yeah. And I th- again, we're going to see that later in the season when, the whole Denise stuff comes to fruition because I feel like Rena and Kyle are kind of both the people that bring the tea to the table. Yes. Um, it's kind of crazy how, I mean, I guess it comes up later, but like Dorit and Kyle are able to kind of just, you know, skim over everything. Same with Denise. Like they're all kind of able to keep it together long enough for Kyle to invite everyone to Santa Barbara. Yeah. Which I'm very excited about. I'm I, interested. I've never even been there. You've never been to Santa Barbara? No. Well, well I, my I, best friend in the whole wide world, it's her favorite place ever. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I'm, I I've go. only been to like, <laughs> like UCSB. How far is uh, Santa Barbara from where you grew up? Uh, really far. Oh, I don't. I don't. I just Northern California. Bar- to me, well, Northern Nor- California. Northern Southern, California. Santa to Barbara me is, is not just, Northern California. It's not. It's north from Los Angeles, but it's not like Northern California. It's like not? northern. I'm from like the Bay Area. I'm like San Francisco. Like that's NorCal. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know where like, anything is. And then there, then there's like Central California, well, and yeah. then there's Southern California. Santa Barbara's like Central Southern California. It's still far away though. It's still a couple it's like hours. Three hours. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm still. like six hours. Oh. Okay. So there's a difference. It's on the way though. Yeah, it is on okay, the way. Great. I partied in Santa Barbara. Oh, I have not. Um, I went there a few times in college. Um, anyway, <laughs> but well, that was like I just had to give Matthew. Matthew also is born and raised in California, and I know I really should know this better. This is really. Bad. I know more about the East Coast than I do about the West Coast. It's actually geographically speaking. I don't know anything about the East Coast, but I know California. Yeah. Um. So. I'm glad that they resolve things, Rena and Kyle. And I, I thought honestly that that maybe the Dorit and Kyle drama would get glazed over. It felt a little bit like that. Yeah. Um. But again, the what's crazy is the juxtaposition between Denise, like in real time with Kyle, and then seeing her interviews. Like she is yes. like she's just she's normal and like chill with her at this point until the end of the episode. Um. But then the interviews, Denise is coming yeah. at her. Denise very, is not leaving any no, stone unturned. So it really is it's telling us as the viewers that like whatever Kyle brings up later, whatever part she plays in Denise's downfall, 
really like severs any relationship they're ever going to have ever again. It seems, it seems like Denise is out for blood and it's Kyle's that she's smelling Yeah, and she's willing to do whatever it takes to get that. Because like you said, these confessionals are so pointed. They're so aggressive. It's so clear that they were just filmed. Yes. And you can, you know, she came back to, she stopped filming in December and now she's back. Like obviously this is going to hit her hard. Um, I really quickly want to bring up um, the first place that we will be having um, dinner when the quarantine is over. And that is Buca de Beppo in Encino because I need to go see Dorit's new business. I'm sorry, but that is such crap. (laughs) I could not. I mean, again, we'll see. This is the, see, this is the Kyle. I think this is what Kyle is saying. (laughs) Like Dorit's saying that like, Oh, we're opening up a restaurant. Like we're entering like the, you know, restaurant tours all of a sudden it's like you're redesigning a room in a chain Italian restaurant. Just call it what it is. See, this is the thing I think that Kyle's bringing up. It's like, don't make something more than what it is. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, it's so dirty. It's, it just screams of pretension. I'm, I, you know, what? and, but we're going to go. We we're are going to go. go. Hey, I used to date someone that worked at Buca de Bebo. Oh, and really? I love the food. I've yes. never been to a Buca de Bebo ever in my life, even though there is one in Redondo <laughs> Beach right here. So I'm willing to try. Yeah. So we're going to have to do that. Um, I, can't imagine what she would turn it into. Um, I no, I totally see what she's gonna do. It's literally gonna be like super, like chic. it's honestly it's gonna, gonna, gonna be like it's gonna it's be exactly with it's, no, but like it's gonna be so not Buca de Beppo. Or I also I, love that she thought that she was gonna have like an unlimited budget. Yeah, and he's like, "You're not bankrupting <laughs> me." That, that was, was great. Savage. <laughs> um, that was. I was like, okay, you just not only. St- put the knife in, but you turned it because clearly you bankrupt her husband. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and speaking yeah. of Dorit, she, and when they're heading over to the, um, DNA show, um, which is oh, Delilah and Amelia, which I think that is so cute. I love that brand. Like their branding is great. Um, and the clothes, clothes are, are cute. They're cute. I, yeah, I do like, it feels I like they're going to, they're stepping into more creative director, like roles than maybe no, um, Delilah Bell is an instant. Oh, no, she's going to definitely keep going. I think though for Amelia, this might be more of what she, I think we're going to see Amelia continue to model, but I feel like she's going to be more of a back background. Kind I think of person. she'll like feel more did... at home mm-hmm. being a creative um, director, being yes, behind yes. the scenes given what she's been going through exactly. like, I think that she's going to find like a really nice sweet spot um, and yeah like they're only 18 like, and I, I think it's amazing that they're b- like branding and blowing up like right now in this way and I loved so how and I loved how honest Lisa was she was like would these girls be able to do this if it, I wasn't Lisa Brenna and Harry wasn't Harry Hamlin no no but they can and they're using that to hustle they're putting their fingers in everything yeah and trying we've to opened get the door yeah. but they need to walk through and continue forward I was like well done because we were just dead. talking about this actually the other day about you know like Jeff or is it Jeff Bezos from Amazon like like how imagining how he would like have like having all that his kids having all that money like what precedent that would oh my god wait you do, you just unplug that so that it doesn't listen to you no, so every do, time oh my we god. say that the, the word of the company my it thinks i'm talking to that it that is so crazy i yeah. just okay so I'm going to completely retract everything I just said because Jeff Bezos is listening to us. I said something and the <laughs> Amazon literally beeped, you guys. That was so, that's really creepy. Just, well, th- they're so watching. Never mind. Anyway, I appreciate that Lisa Renna is instilling in her children that they should be financially responsible <laughs> on their own. Um, I love Jeff Bezos. Amazon is great. Continue, Eddie. <laughs> Our future king and overlord of the, oh my the God, world. That, that is some creepy crap. I can't. 
Yeah, that was a little terrifying. Let's unplug though now so they can't hear um, us. They, um, it can, it's still recording. But anyway, um, <laughs> Sutton and Dorit have, it was, yeah, Sutton doesn't know what to do with herself and she freaks out because she thinks she's going to run into, what's his name? Uh, Joey Maloof, which is Lisa Rinna's makeup artist. We've seen him for years on the show. Everyone knows Joey Maloof. Um, he and Sutton evidently, and Sutton and Dorit had talked about this previously. No one else knew about this. Um, Sutton and him went to business on a glam app uh, and she invested in millions of dollars. Things didn't go well. They ended up being able to save the company and let the company go well, but it severed the relationship between the two. They had and a very she big thought that out. he was going to maybe be there because she wasn't expecting it because obviously it's her makeup artist. Like she's not right, going right, to always right. invite him. But when Lisa said the girls collaborated with someone, I think you guys all might know Sutton went into her anxiety brain and was like, oh my God, the collaboration, someone we all know. I'm fucking freaking out. I'm out. I'm yes. And, and if, honestly, if I were Dorit too, I'd be like, girl, what What's the fuck? going yeah, on? Like, yeah. Chill the fuck out. Like, what are you doing? And honestly, like Dorit's like, yeah, I don't know you. I don't know how you're going to react. Yeah. Like you could like, literally like burn the place down. Like I totally get that. Um, But again, these girls are out for blood. Like, in other cities, like you see, like even in New York, like if they're all at a dinner, you see the girls make an effort to like either sit next to them or like have it out with them, like at the table. And then if it escalates, yeah, they let it escalate and then they let the whole table join in. But they don't immediately go, okay, well, we're going to have this out with everybody and make it everybody's yes, business. Yes. And that just drives me crazy. And if I, and again, I think Sutton is new to the game and I don't think she's used to that. So having her like have it all on the table all together, I think putting Sutton on the spot, I think it was just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So let's get to this dinner because after the DNA show, everyone goes to dinner. It's the ladies and Lois. First of all, I got to give a shout out to Lois. 91 years old, sharp as a whip. Is that how you say it? Quick as a whip? Uh, sharp as a tack, quick as a whip. Yeah. yeah. I, I mix all of them together. I'm like Hannah Montana where it's like, you know, you got the pig and the farm horse barn uh, thing, you know, like where they like mix up all the different slangs together. I don't know. I don't just know. For, I literally just had another stroke <laughs> on this podcast. This I, I'm worried two. about you. Your mental health is really declining in this quarantine. It really is. Dear Lord. Um, I, but yes, Lois is amazing. <laughs> I love that she's able to like sit there and, you she's know, knock driving. it out with their, you know, oh, yeah, still driving, still able to sit there and knock it out with the rest of them. Um, and yeah, she sits there as uh, Dorit unleashes all this crap on Sutton, and Lisa is super quick to assume the worst of Sutton. Mm-hmm. Again, and then Denise jumps in too, and like, and even Ka- and then so Kyle is sitting there being like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, everyone needs to con." And I think yeah. Erica too was like, "Why is everybody on one?" Yeah, uh, D- Sutton was upset because Dorit brought up the situation of Joey Maloof to everyone at the table, and she was not expecting. She thought that was in confidence with. Dorit. So I understand where you're coming from where she was saying like she was brand new and she was not expecting everyone to come for her. But at the same time, she's the one who took this thing that could have just glossed over at the table and, been crazy. and blew it out of yes, proportion. I get it. I get it. I totally get that. Um, Dorit she, just doesn't know how to like handle her. No. And I don't think anyone does because she was sounding crazy herself when she's like, let the mouse go. Yeah, oh my you God. You had your fun. And, like, she's that's scary. You, and that's the thing is I don't like Sutton very much. And But in these moments I've been wanting to root for her and she doesn't not know how to put a sentence together oh, to defend all. herself. Oh, at all. Um, And so that's why I think and Kyle does this with everyone. Kyle does jump in and go, Hey, like knock it off or like lay off of her. And yeah. so Kyle jumps in and that rubs Denise the wrong way. And then we get into the Denise and Kyle crap. So Denise is asking Kyle, you said all of you guys are fake ass bitches. Which one of us are fake ass bitches? Let us know. I kind of feel like th- that maybe was sort of 
a little bit of a drunken overstatement that Kyle made. Mm-hmm. I think she was just specifically saying, I think she was just kind of trying to talk about how everyone has moments of being fake in this group. And yeah. I just wish that they would own it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly what she was trying to say. But by saying everyone's fake ass bitches, I understand why Denise is like, I'm not a fake ass bitch. Yeah, I've been fake. Everyone's been fake. I can uh, personally, as Eddie Estrada, I've been a fake ass bitch. <laughs> On, I can't even count on my hands how many times. Like, it happens. Like, it's real life. It's just human nature. Yeah. And um, again, I think Kyle and Dorit brought it up perfectly. Like, Kyle's Kyle's making a good point, but the example she's using with in terms of glam yes. is the wrong example to use because, as Dorit pointed out, like, everyone who comes onto the show, they take a year to yes. learn the robes, and then they, 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 they step their game up. It is the second season housewife. We see this all the time. Literally, the first time... You see yourself on TV, on reality TV, and you watch it. You're like, what the frick yes. was I thinking? I can attest to that. Right. I was like, thought, you know, I, I, my episode, I was like, oh, I, I looked fine the whole time. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, I would, that needs to be different. I need to fix that. I need to change. <laughs> like you, you start to inspect yourself and like be so critical. Absolutely. So of course these women, if you can have access to glam, they're going to use glam. Yeah. And so I get, again, Kyle's point was, was, a, a, was a, was a good one, but the, that example just doesn't hold It water. doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I, I'm going to tell you like, this is why I'm so like rooting for Denise Richards and I know you think she's the villain but when she was like i'm denise i'm like i'm fucking denise richards kyle richards like i'm denise richards i've been on every magazine cover you bitches wish you were on like don't try to lecture me about glam in this world in this no situation. but i but that that's what i think is the point though is that denise acts like she's not like that yeah and then is all of a sudden like reading us her resume it's a little for me it's a little bit like wait a second i thought you were the one that was above all of the the I, hollywood the you, you were above all of it i think and all of a sudden you're like oh no i'm all about it it's like okay we'll pick one well no i this is what i think denise is saying with the statement and this is where i totally get what you're coming from but i think i read it a different way because i think denise is like yeah this is like whatever this is bullshit but she's also like i am denise richards i understand this world better yes, than anyone else i get like, it yes. kyle don't talk to me about fucking glam even though i am above this like yeah it's glam and i can have an eye sculpture at my house if i want because i am denise richards yeah you know like and I, again I if cool. kyle would just say hey listen i just don't like the fact that you lied about being late and saying you it's, you have a life and you have kids when really you're just getting your hair and makeup done and doing a photo shoot that i just wish kyle would say that in that order yeah. because then i think it would settle down it would um but lisa didn't jump in erica was shocked with how denise got really yeah. worked up and she was oh, like what's what's you know used to be chill like what happened back? to that what happened yeah to that um and you know what? I just, here's the thing. Erica and Kyle, and it feels like the women that right now are juggling all these things um, and also want to be close and be with their families. Like, they, they, I feel like they, in, in this moment, have a better sense of what's important and what's fucking not. And so they're not getting into the shit and they're not, like, you know, trying to start yeah. anything. And I, I'm sorry, but I don't feel like Rinna or Dorit or Denise or Garcelle have better than anything better to do right now on the show than start shit. Well, it doesn't feel like they have a lot better. You know what I mean? I feel like the uh, Erica and Kyle and even Teddy a little bit right now are, are too busy 
to start shit up right now. But hey, let's go back to what Denise Richards said. She films 10 episodes of Bold and the Beautiful a week. Kyle did currently, one movie. Currently, she's on Bold and the Beautiful. She's a current soap star on Bold and the Beautiful. So she's filming that. She has a special needs kid. She has to deal with fucking Charlie Sheen every day of her life. Like, she does put up with a lot. She does deal with a lot. Garcelle's currently filming a bunch of stuff. She has two sons. Is dealing with a messy divorce. That was very, very bad. Like, these the women di- wait, are wait, wait. The divorce was a long time ago. But still... <laughs> I I'm with Garcelle. Denise with Denise I get it yes. but like Garcelle no. okay Garcelle has nothing better to do Doree really doesn't have anything better to do yeah, than, of course than redecorate a living room at a, in a at restaurant a <laughs> and Rinna is Rinna yeah that's true I mean Rinna literally has nothing better again to do I than think it's a stretch to put the knife in the coffin of Kyle Richards yes. as if she's LVP literally two episodes Trust out me, of the gate I, d- I don't want Kyle to be the villain but I think that's the thing I think that these girls are going to I'm telling you that I think that they're going to regret it later. I think that ultimately Denise, out of all of them, is going to want coming out looking the worst this season. From from this fallout? Yes. Um, also, did Kyle did tweet and say, like, oh, I see how this season's going to go. Like, now I see where this is headed. Like, obviously, she's understanding that she's being shown in this certain light. Yeah. And it, it does kind of feel like Kyle, honestly, is out of touch right now. And I think it's the way the editing is. I think it's the way the other women are acting. But it feels like... I mean, I, don't, I, it's, I do think that... I do think it's fair to say that maybe Kyle is a little bit out of touch. But, I again, I just don't think that she's... That's reason for taking her off. Yeah, um, or taking her down. Taking her down. Yeah. I just don't think that... Kyle hasn't done enough yeah. to, to earn it. And I don't and think Kyle has I really defended viewer, every single one of those I don't women. think viewers are going to get behind it a hundred percent. I think people are like, okay, see, I, th- I just need to see more than I need to see Kyle go further in this route for me to like, to feel that. Cause I feel like Denise is already stepping in it. Um, I think that the producers, the editors and some of the women realized because last year there was a whole online campaign about vile Kyle all the LVP fans oh. were like very against Kyle. A lot of them were said, I refuse to watch a show if Kyle Richards is on X, Y, Z, because Kyle was one that turned against LVP. And, you know, she has such a strong following. And so I think because no one else was going to set up and yeah. do it. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. So I think this is that karma. They think this is karma. This is retribution, I so. which is, I guess, which so. is insane to me because I do think Kyle was in the right with that entire situation. I've said that from the day one. Oh, but again, I'm glad that Kyle brought that up with Lisa. This yes, episode. Like, yes. Um, I'm sorry. Last year, I literally threw my best friend away for Dorit. So yeah. everyone can go fuck themselves. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this was such a good episode. So good. I'm so excited for the rest of the season. I feel I'm, like Lois exhausted. Watching, take me home. Yeah. Take me home. Lisa Renna, take me home. I did. I did <laughs> love, I did love just um, Lois eating a chip in the back while um, all the drama was going on. I was like, she's a vibe. Well, she's got to keep her blood pressure down. You know. know what I mean? She's got to keep, know. she's at a really good spot right now. She's, she's got to keep herself. 91. I'm, 92 at this point. Yeah. Cause she's 91 and a half when the episode aired. So incredible. Wow. What a, what a star. Yeah. And, well, Everyone, thank you so much for listening. That is it for this recap. Like I said, Wednesday nights on Instagram. That's at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. That's also our Twitter if you want to find us there. Um, We will be hosting our TWIB Live this week in Bravo Live. Um, Matthew and I will be on every week with a special guest. So exciting. It's going to be great. we will be, if you have your fancy F cocktail book, we will be posting what drink we will be um, sharing with you guys then. So make sure you have those ingredients. Matthew, where can people find you? Uh, Matthew J. McFarland uh, on Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram. If you guys haven't subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And we'll see y'all next time. Woo!